0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels and the DMs. All right, we have Dear Damsels, all in caps, I am done with dating apps. I legit cannot stand swiping through an app and not get any matches with people who I want to match with. It's depressing and it makes me feel as though I'm not good enough. And trust me, my dating profile is spectacular. I spent so much time on it with a dating coach uh, to basically market myself to stand out. I have been single for five years and I'm in my mid thirties. My biological clock is ticking. My question is, how do I meet my future partner? I know apps work for some people but it has not been working for me. Love, I wanna be pushing a stroller, not pushing 40. Damsels in the DMs. DMs. Yeah. Oh, please tell us what's the vibe? DMs, DMs. DMs. <laughs> yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs. DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah.
1: It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. <laughs> I'm Osh.
0: And I'm Alejandro.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm reporting to you live from New York. Oh my
2: goodness, our girl is in New York, left us, left the Californians living the New York life. I'm very jealous.
0: Farewell, farewell. How does it feel, your first day in the East Coast? Well, I mean, not officially first day, but you know what I mean, like having moved.
1: New York is being really kind to me today and it's a gorgeous day outside and I just took Ernie outside for a walk like along the water. We saw the Statue of Liberty which was really nice and yeah it's just being really pretty and the people have been so friendly. I mean I know that I'm from the east coast but for some reason I I had that like mindset like oh everybody is going to be grumpy whatever but like I've had such beautiful conversations with other dog owners today like everyone's just like have a great walk or like uh oh but yeah my dog is a little bit slow but your dog's so peppy so it's just been like very happy and um I think people are always in a better mood um on the east coast during the summer because in LA you don't appreciate the summer but in New York it's like wow it's so wonderful here we're not used to this
0: that's really funny I thought you were going to do a comparison of like a kind and unkind people between the east coast and the west coast because it's like I don't know just how you were commenting on people saying oh your dog is this and that mm. it's just like okay well that's very romantic my god but I mean I wonder if it's totally different here
1: no people are people are super nice in LA too I think that I just um like I, you know I've been to New York a lot but I think I'm in a different mindset with New York now that I'm like living here and I'm I'm seeing everything in a different way than I used to. So I think I'm, you know, I could have had these same interactions in the past, but they just mean a little bit more now, since this is like the community that I'm going to be developing.
2: Being a resident versus a visitor is very different, very, very different.
1: Yeah, exactly
2: okay guys so today we're gonna to talk about a dating app burnout which i know that i have felt multiple times in the past until i finally deleted my dating app for the 20th time so
0: you said you deleted the apps like several times this is i've this done is this in the past
2: yeah done. i've done this in the past so many times where i've like i've had my app and then i delete it because i'm just like so tired of it and so bored um and then I'll like a couple weeks later, I'll redownload it and then it will be the same pattern like for months. Mm. Yeah,
0: I would do the same thing or something similar when I was on the apps. It would always be like a period of like, I, but it was always like when I reinstalled it or redid it or whatever, it, there was always a feeling or like a knowledge that it really wasn't going to go differently like the last time. So, there, I agree with you. The, the word pattern was definitely like a signal word. I'm just like, yeah, I can totally relate.
2: So I was talking to my cousin about this because he's visiting and actually went um, through his hinge profile and we basically gave it a judge and made it so much better. I'm going to take credit. If he ever goes on dates from that new profile, I'm going to take all the credit. But we were talking, yeah. I asked him about dating app burnout and he said he gets that all the time too but what he was saying is that when he does get back on the apps um it's like he gets better hits and like better
1: like better luck the second time with it you think that's something about the algorithm like because you've deleted it and been off they try to give you like matches that are better fits for you because they want you to stay on it Yeah, I think so. Because then you
2: show I think you I don't know, actually, if you show up as a new user, like you have to make a new account, or if you get logged into that same account. So I wonder if it's like a new user thing where they show you like really great matches, or if they know that you deleted it, and then came back on, they're like, wait, let's give them better matches. I
1: don't know. Yeah. And I think that the matches thing is so interesting because like it's so subjective, like what, what are good matches versus not good matches? And um, how is an app figuring out like what the best matches would be for you? But I guess it's like similar qualities in the people that you're swiping right on. What I've noticed is it's not even
2: quality of their personality. It's just like, and I feel weird saying this is it is better looking people that you get matched like you get you see better looking people in like the beginning of it and then you'll swipe through them and then it'll just it'll be like normal people.
0: Yeah. Oh, well I hope the uh people on the opposite side of that spectrum get some love on these apps too. My goodness. Everyone. Well they
2: they mostly get the the love because there's they, in my opinion
1: there is not that many great looking people on it.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: <I> no. <know. laughs> Alejandro would you ever consider going back on the apps?
0: Oh my god. Um No, not really. It's not really on my radar right now. and I don't really, I didn't enjoy my experience when I was using it. And my opinion, like, I mean, even though I haven't been on them in years, I don't feel like my opinion has changed, especially after hearing anecdotes from people who are active on it. It's just like, ugh, maybe not. It's, um, I don't know, more fulfilling when like opportunities present themselves to meet people in person
1: yeah
0: yeah i find really really special and like that's not to say i'm going out every other place trying to look for a damn date like it's Mm -hmm. just you know it's cool to like have a nice conversation nice moments with people whether you know be platonic or romantic um but just what
1: what were some of the things that you didn't like about the app
0: it's multifaceted right like there's a superficiality that was a little too like oh my god like i guess be thankful that those things are sorted out in the messages before like arriving in person and then having that awkward exchange. But at the same time, that abrasiveness or that sort of like forthright, like, like, um, even like being forward, there's some levels of like being forward that we're just like, we don't even know each other. How are we? Okay. But we want to take it there. So it's, I don't know. Those yeah. sorts of reasons of like, I guess the spontaneity was a little too much to handle. And, uh, I guess at the same time, there was none because of the pattern, as we already talked about.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. And I guess like some of the things that we're talking about that kind of feel icky, like talking about the superficiality of the apps and like better matches versus not great matches, like some of that stuff is naturally sorted out when you meet in person. And it's not something we talk about because you can just blame it on whatever your connection was. But subconsciously, when you meet a person, their personality is speaking for themselves so even if like you know on an app they're not presenting themselves as maybe what they the best version that they could be a lot of this is just how well you're curating your app profile
0: totally yeah i was thinking about like how do keywords play into this like maybe there's some sort of algorithm that connects like commonalities there but
2: it's- this is why I prefer apps like Hinge because you do get to do prompts and like let your personality shine as opposed to, I don't know what Bumble's like, because I haven't been on that one in a very long time, but like Raya or I guess that's the only one that's just pictures. And then you have a little bio where no one writes in their bios. Like there's no description or anything. It's just pictures and where you're from and where you live and what you do. that's oh, basically really? It.
1: That's Raya? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: And is there a reason why you've never tried
2: Bumble? I have tried it, uh, but it's just been a really long time since I have been on it. Like, I think the last, I think I had Bumble like six years ago. And then I was on Hinge because Bumble didn't have prompts. Like, it was just pictures at the time, I think. I don't know if it's changed now, but Hinge was like better quality because people are forced to like answer these prompts and like, you know, have a personality rather than just like a superficial dating app where people are just swiping on your, how they, think you look. Mm -hmm.
1: And what would you say is the percentage of times that you reach out to somebody versus they reach out to you?
2: I would say like 60 them, 40 me Mm -hmm. on hinge. I mean, Bumble, I think the woman reaches out uh, first, but on hinge, definitely like 60, 40, but it would like, it it would kind of like stay into where it's like, you know, the middle, like equal, like a good balance. But, for the people that I've been interested in, like I don't have a problem with like you know responding to their prompts or like you know finding a way to engage with them. I know we had a conversation with Erica about this um, yeah, yeah. Erica and for she's a dating coach, and we talked about uh, all the dating apps and what you should put on there and what you shouldn't. and i I only resp- I don't respond to people's pictures. I don't like people's pictures because you have an option to do that. I just respond to their prompts.
1: Hmm. That's really interesting have you ever been on the dating apps lauren no i've never been on the apps because they weren't like really around when i was single Mm -hmm. maybe they were just starting but like honestly i only remember tinder as being like the main thing that people were using but also like i was in college so it was so easy to meet people then because you would just go to like you know whatever party was happening um Mm -hmm. or meet people in class and stuff like that but I have so many friends on the apps, and I've actually, um, I've talked about this before, but like gone on my friends' apps and messaged people for them, like particularly on Bumble, I've initiated conversations. And oh my I do, f-
0: like Cyrano de Bergerac. That's amazing. That's it's so much like- fun.
1: I love it. I, if anybody would like to write in and have me uh, take over your app for the day, I am more than happy to do that.
0: Um, All right, you heard it here. Sure. <laughs>
1: And if you want, if you, if anyone wants me
2: to give you a, your dating app profile as George, I'm actually not that bad at it.
1: I bet you're not.
0: Look at that! All right, shit. we should start getting sponsorships and um, advertising. We
1: should start our own like consulting firm. Yeah.
0: Ooh, right. And if we don't have the answer, we'll find someone who will.
2: Erica <laughs> and we're coming for your job. Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's actually not a bad idea, but, but I guess like the thing that I was always curious about, because like, you know, as my friends who are on the apps are getting older, a lot of them are also really sick of the apps. And a lot of it is what you describe Alejandro about, like, you have that desire to meet people in person, but sometimes that's not always possible, especially if you're somebody that doesn't drink or that doesn't like socializing, if you're more introverted. Um, so Osh, what like have been some of, I guess, the reasons that you've, deleted the apps and then also um, how you decided to re-download them when you have.
2: Yeah. So I guess the reason for me why I delete the apps is because the connections that I have um, are like, I don't want a pen pal, you know, like I don't want like just boring conversation and it's not going anywhere or like no effort to like actually meet up or like I would make an effort and they wouldn't really like, I don't know, it just, they didn't seem interested. And I'm like, then why are you... Matching with me in the first place, like they just want to like talk to someone on the app, and I don't know, that's I don't know what so it was. Oh, that's it's so so, so dull. I mean, not all of them were like that. A lot of people were pretty like straightforward, but um yeah, people I'd be excited about like just very not good at texting or like messaging. You know, like their messages aren't like getting to know you. It's like, sup. See that
0: is, that would frustrate the hell out of me. I would not I would not be here for that because like. I mean, I feel like we all appreciate words and how they're used. And, like, if we're trying to hit it off in, like, some sort of, like, virtual platform, like, how the hell you, what, it makes no sense to, like, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's a thing, though. Like, maybe how, like, people believe the matrix is, like, a prophecy of some sort. What if, like, people just thrive living in that sort of meta experience rather than like. I think
2: honestly, it could be that. I mean, I don't understand the metaverse. I don't get it. I think it's really stupid. Like go out in the world and explore and like, you know, like have actual real connections. But a lot of people do love like having that, uh, just being online and having connections online and not taking it to in person or they're just too lazy. I don't know what it is.
0: Maybe.
2: Or they're just bored and they just want someone to text. <laughs>
0: Or maybe there's like a social anxiety sort of component to it. I don't know.
1: I The metaverse like kind of scares me in a way because I worry about how it will take away like in-person connection. Because I, I really love people and socializing, but I also definitely have an introverted side where I like to be at home. And like, you know, I'm a cancer, so go into my cocoon, little crab shell. But the metaverse to me feels like it'll be a way like the pandemic allowed us to hide from people and there still was that innate human instinct to go be around people but I just feel like the metaverse would give people too much of a a way to like not socialize with people I agree I
0: don't know but how do you take away from like eating experiences shared eating experiences like what would you not want to nourish and have a good conversation like
2: I mean to be honest first dates are kind of really intimidating and I stopped making them intimidating by just like owning back my power and being like this person like just basically convincing myself that I'm the catch and I have nothing to be nervous about like this person's coming to meet me.
0: Yeah that sounds like the best approach to enter a situation so like there's little expectation of the other person or how things are going to go and you know just like belief in that I think like that carries good energy to the table so that Mm -hmm. there can be like a good flow or a good vibe between the two but
1: do you feel like first dates have contributed like not wanting to go on first dates have contributed to you deleting the apps or feeling burnt out from the apps um
2: no No, because I do want to go on, it's intimidating, but I do want to go on those first dates because I am looking for a partner, right? So it's like, I, I do want these, like, I I want to take it off the app. Like I want to go hang out and like get to know someone in person. Obviously it's better to get to know someone in person rather than just texting. But also I would like to get to know you texting first before I step out and like meet you in person, because I don't want to meet a random stranger that I just was like, hey nice to you know we just matched here's my number let's go get drinks or let's go get coffee like I don't I don't like that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I feel like I would be opposite I feel like in order for me to understand or get a better impression of whether I want to continue texting or want to like enjoy time it's like I'd rather have that in person exchange first Mm. I would almost like imagine myself like (laughs) almost limiting contact um on the app or in text messaging, or whatever, until you know the actual like in person date happens, just to feel, again feel it out, because otherwise, there's always like a veil, or some sort of like sensor for some that uh, might be used to like convey or articulate oneself in like a text message or a DM.
1: Or, yeah, uh-huh.
2: I also get the ick really fast. So like, if I, which is a problem that I need to work on, but if I'm like, if I. I'm texting you for like, let's say like we're texting for a week straight, getting to know each other, right? On the app. Then I have enough to like hang on to for your like about your personality. There's enough for me to be like, I really like this person's personality. I really love the conversation. So yes, I want to move it to like a first date and like let's meet in person, as opposed to we've just texted for a day, like kind of, you know, like small talk and then we meet in person. Then I'm like, it's so easy for me to get the ick and like be like, you know what, I'm good, like no second date
1: yeah i also feel like with the apps and how mundane it becomes like finding something on their profile to talk about and swiping left or swiping right like it really is easy to take the romanticism out of dating because it starts to feel like you are just fulfilling this um like checkpoint or this goal that you want in your life especially for people who go out on a lot of dates And I don't know if that's something that you can speak to, Ash, but like, how do you keep it exciting and like, feel, I guess, like enchanted having that like fun, like warm feeling before you go out on dates? Or do you feel like it's really just person specific? I think it's person specific. Um, There's
2: certain people that I've, you know, like had connections with on the app that like, I'm super excited about to meet because of our conversations But then there's other people that I'm super nervous and I actually don't want to go because I have like a bad feeling about it because maybe they weren't as communicative on the apps or like they didn't really care so much to like get to know me more before meeting me. But then I don't want to knock them also because what if they're waiting for the first meeting to like ask me all the questions that they want about myself. So I don't know, but I think for me, it is person specific
1: and i guess one way to avoid the burnout would be if you have been on the apps for a while and if people are starting to like mold together and it's hard to find the uniqueness like trying to find a different way to meet people in person like alejandro was talking about so that you're still doing act something active towards your dating life that's not necessarily being on an app like even soho house like you know people who join clubs like that that have events and things like that like um there's an like, it's a messaging thing. And I mean, it's more for networking in terms of Soho house, but people have all of these like little events, like under 27 weekender, or, um, you know, omakase at some restaurant and you pay like a slight fee and then you go do whatever the event is like finding those community centers, um, things similar to Soho house where they do have all of these interactions of people who are looking to meet people. I feel like that's a good way to get off of the app and try to find a different way of meeting people with people who have common interests as you
0: totally
2: yeah i think avoiding burnout by that way like by including more activities and more things uh more ways to date people than just the app i think that's a great idea because if you're just going to be st- com- like swiping through everyone's profiles and like just being on this app for you know a long period of time you're gonna get bored of it and sick of it and just be like i don't want this app yeah
0: And I feel like if you're spending that much time in this space where like not much might be happening, like take some time to read a book. Oh my God. I I feel like, I don't know, I love books, obviously. And I think we all do. They all have a special place in our hearts, but for real, like I think a distraction or some sort of like takeaway or removal from the routine is necessary. Cause like, I mean, if you build up a habit so strongly by consistently like tapping into the into the dating apps, then like I can understand how challenging it might be to like come away from that or um, not spend so much time. But that's why I said it's amazing how words are used to like shape stories. Right now, I got what was it? I think I'm. I feel like I still have the same five from like a few weeks ago, although I added another one just recently.
1: Go ahead. Well in books also you have the ability to imagine yourself as the character and if you are feeling burnt out like you know you could try reading romantic novels at least for me like i think that romantic novels have been a great way to like you know enlighten the romance in my long term relationship because it's fun to see somebody going through those beginning stages of a relationship and like remember what that feels like and then bring that passion and romance into your own relationship um because i'm definitely guilty of you know, having to restructure my priorities to make sure that my relationship is on top when things like with my career get busier and especially now with school starting. So I think that's something that we can all learn from. And even, you know, you can do that in movies because I think that's such a great way to admire what somebody else has or what somebody else is going through and have that um, passion you see somebody else having reignite the passion for you finding your own partner.
0: But I mean, if it's as enticing as a game, then I can, again, I do understand how, like, it might be easy to tell oneself, like, one more, one more try, one more, one more. Oh, it's so
2: addicting though. I think like that really goes into addiction. Like how we do the same thing for TikTok or Instagram, you know, you're like one more, one more, and then you keep going. And I found myself doing that one swiping. I'm like, ah, it's fine. Just like, okay, five more. And then I'll swipe and then all be knows. I'm like, ah, okay, maybe five more until I get it. Like one that I actually really like. And then you just, you stay on that. And it's just, it, it is an endless cycle of just swiping. And we talked about this. I think last season about addiction to dating apps. Yeah,
0: Nancy Joe Sales. Yes, of nothing personal, my life in the dating app inferno. For those of you watching, holding the cover right here. Mm -hmm. Have a copy.
1: There you go. Shameless plug. Well, yeah. And I mean, that conversation with Nancy was so interesting because it reminds us of how toxic the apps can be, because it is a way of seeking validation and kind of getting that pat on the back from your ego. But at that same time, anything that you're seeking validation from can backfire and also cause you to be insecure and worried you'll never find your person and going through that like downward slope. I think you even mentioned, Osh, that you've gotten some like offensive messages on the apps before and they're like frustrating to shake off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like that one guy who we had a date planned and then 30 minutes before we were supposed to meet up, he's like, by the way, did you get that weird government shot or what? I don't, I don't remember how he worded it, but I was like the vaccination. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's such a turnoff. Like, uh, it's a deal breaker. I don't date girls who have gotten the vaccine because, okay. and then I don't know, he went off on a rant and I was like, thank you for letting me know and for not wasting my time because...
1: What app was this on? Hinge. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. And
2: he was in the industry. A director. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. That's... I
2: want to know
1: who it is later.
2: <laughs> but it's like a music director, not even like an actual, you know, I don't know his name name anymore. I don't I didn't even know his name, like, when we were going to go meet up. But, uh, yeah, he was not important, clearly.
1: Maybe that's a good uh, precedent to set. Like if you have any um, really controversial opinions, you say them really early on. So people can decide whether they're going to um, get by it or not. Well, now you can put on your profile if you're vaccinated or not.
2: Oh, really? So oh now it's God, like, it's, are you
0: serious?
2: yeah. So now you can see on your profile vaccine. Is this person vaccinated or not? And if if it's obviously, it would say that I'm vaccinated, then like, if you don't like that, then go ahead and move on. But like, that's... Does
0: it does it give you a, a little icon on your profile image? An or, injection. Oh my God. Really? Are you, that's, wow. I'm, a, I, damn. Okay. Yeah.
1: If you're into <laughs> that,
0: mean sounds like it's a safe uh, precaution to take, but sh-
1: <laughs> what?
2: I mean, I think it's great to have that on there because a lot of there's, it's such a controversial topic and it's like, split 50 50 and it's like at least you can filter out like okay i don't want to date people who are vaccinated then cool i see that this girl is vaccinated i'm not gonna swipe on i'm not gonna swipe on her oh he also had the nerve to be like i'm so bummed though because you're so beautiful he was like you're so hot and i really wanted to meet you and i was like that said it all that literally said it all i'm disgusted
0: no things
1: no. it is weird because I feel like vaccinations used to be such a private thing like I, I hear what you're bumping up against Alejandro like because it used to just be like oh you're a kid everybody gets their vaccinations and now it's become this like controversial thing that you have to put on a dating app but like you know as somebody who's been quite panicked over COVID like I appreciate that because that would help me to save time if I were to be on a dating app but it's just what I mean like full disclosure I just had to get a re-update of my meningitis vaccine because I'm starting school and I went to go get it and it was really funny because I was staying at Brian's cabin at the time so I had to like go to this very rural area to get it and um originally when they it popped up in the system they were like oh you're too old to get the meningococcal vaccine because you get it when you're a kid or when you're starting college they don't it, like it expired before I had to go to graduate school and they're like but don't worry like we're going to override it and then um when i was applying to school or like having to send them my vaccination records i was just like begging them to look at my vaccination records and like trying to get that in before like school had to start and it was a whole big thing about it but it is funny how like in keeping people safe now and making sure that like the people that you're dating align with your views that's something that's important to disclose online and it's important when you're starting school, like what I'm going through right now. So they continue to uh, make a difference for us in our old age. Do they require
2: you to be vaccinated? Um, like have your COVID vaccine for grad are school? Required, and we have
1: masks for the whole first month, me- the whole first month. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it makes sense because if you think about like how many people are coming in internationally, all of the students, like it could definitely result in an outbreak. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And everything's indoors too. So Exactly. Um, but I'm fully vaccinated, everyone, so full disclosure. <laughs> Good to know.
0: Hey.
1: We can put it on a like a little damsel's uh, icon just to match it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have like a an uh, dating app profile design for me and Alejandro, who aren't on apps, just to <gasps> see what it would look like. And we could have each person design it for the other person.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds interesting uh here you go again with the Cyrano de bourgeois. see you have a natural tendency toward that's amazing I mean yeah maybe we should look into this should we go
2: through some dating app prompts yeah Yeah. oh my god let me try to think of some okay 15 best hinge prompts to get the conversation started let's see okay let's debate this topic okay pineapple on pizza good or a crime against humanity Crime against
0: humanity. Yeah. I mean, it's good, but I'm not. It's not my first choice. But yeah, I, I understand it.
2: Crime against humanity. Yes. Okay. Before we play this game, Alejandro, you have to pick it. You have to pick an one answer and stick to it. No Switzerland
1: <laughs> stuff today. Yes.
0: No. I okay. Good. I say good.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. If if you there's a prompt that's first round on me. If uh, so, what would yours be?
1: Uh if you like to play odds. I love to play odds. The first round's on you. Odds. It's my favorite. Me and my cousin
2: used to play this uh game when we lived together in San Francisco. We'd go out and um one would be out and about like drinking in the bar. We'll like play that game and it's so, so fun. I was trying to get people to play it um on Monday. No one wanted to play odds with me. I would have played with you if I was there. You weren't? There. I wasn't there. Alejandro, what's
1: yours?
0: if you do a karaoke song and not as cheesy as like those who might okay sorry not cheesy but not as dedicated as like those who might be in like musical theater i feel like they go
2: mm. sometimes when you're we talked kid. about this
1: didn't we
0: did we yeah it's it's way too real so yeah <laughs>
1: you, you don't like the musical theater songs
0: no, no, I love musical theater. I'm just saying, don't treat karaoke as though it's American Idol.
1: Yes, don't be so, don't be so serious
2: about it. Like, have fun with it. Okay. Right. And don't be annoying. I, I completely get you. <laughs> Either we've had this conversation before, or it's in uh, the show on HBO or Hulu or something called Modern Love, and I don't remember which one it was.
0: I've heard of this show. Or
2: not Modern Love, but
1: like Love or something.
2: I don't remember which one.
1: The last time I did karaoke, I got way too into it. And I like made a dance routine up like as I was doing it and like really was trying to work the crowd. And that's the end of my karaoke career for me. <laughs> nice.
0: okay, karaoke queen over here.
1: No, uh, no, 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 no. We'll all be happy
2: <laughs> <again>. <laughs> Okay, next one. This year, I really want to dot,
1: dot, dot. Meet my future collaborators. What does that mean?
0: That's a good I'm one. Going to
1: school, so... Me okay. My collaborators at school. Does it have to be like related to the app or like the person who I could potentially be dating? No, because some people it, it's like read twenty four
2: books, traveled to a new Go country. Ahead. Yeah. So me, Come my- misses something. Oh, that's cute.
1: Zaris.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: I'm sticking so with
0: me. mine. I wanted to be like I was thinking about this last night. Actually, I need to like have a solid like. I think between five and ten projects that I'm like gunning for like each month so that I can like I don't know feel like consistently like growing sometimes other things get in the way and then it becomes easy to like just create excuses for not completing certain things and in particular with like filmmaking things is what I'm referring to but
1: like like, you want to have solid time set aside or what do you mean?
0: well no like either auditions submissions for writing for acting like I just need to make sure that that like number stays at the desired amount because I think that'd be cool like motivation to like just hold myself to that like quantity again per month or per week or however it is going to be but
1: But that's hard because sometimes those roles like don't exist yeah on the time of year and how busy the industry is
0: That's true, but I feel like there's always opportunities to like submit, in particular for writing.
2: Okay, my most irrational fear. Snakes.
1: I just snakes anywhere. I hate snakes.
2: Me too. Ugh. Especially on Hollywood Boulevard. I mean, not that I Oh my God, I hate this Venice Boulevard. Ugh. Wait, Venice?
1: yeah like when you read I mean on
2: like the boardwalk
1: mm-hmm.
2: i've never seen that ever on the boardwalk you know but i've seen you it on hollywood faster, boulevard And I...
1: then when i see those people i'm like just thinking about it i'm scared I know, I
2: oh wait you. but my most irrational fear is being struck by lightning
0: mosquitoes and spiders and not like the thing itself but just more so like what happens when they like inject or like pluck into the skin? Like that whole process, just like I don't know. When I think about those types of insects, my brain like automatically like microscopes into like the how they're doing and how they're doing it. It's just like, oh, what are they doing to our bodies? But it's not really a fear. I mean, I guess it would be a fear. It's a terrible example, but shit. <laughs> that's my answer.
2: <laughs> well, when I- you get a dating, when you get a dating
1: app, if you ever gonna get one. I'm going to make your profile. <laughs> it's going to have the longest answers for everything. And they're going to be like very deep and inquisitive and beautiful, but like better <laughs> off in a novel than on a dating app profile. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> agree. Oh my god. <laughs> so on that note of uh, irrational fears, everyone, please don't be afraid to live your best life on the dating apps, though um, so we will be irrationally staying away from them from time to time hopefully we did give you some techniques to re-enlighten yourself on rejoining. And um, I think that going through those prompts is a good example of how you can find little ways to even talk about it with your friends and like designing your app with your friend and making it more of an inclusive experience that you go through with other people so that the whole app doesn't have to feel so solitary um, Mm -hmm. when you're going through it and, you know, just have a good time with doing it and not take it so seriously. And now let's get into today's letter.
0: All right, we have Dear Damsels. I say this every time I meet someone off a dating app, and then they turn out to be an asshole or ghost me or something. But, all in caps, I am done with dating apps. I legit cannot stand swiping through an app and not get any matches with people who I want to match with. It's depressing, and it makes me feel as though I'm not good enough. And trust me, my dating profile is spectacular. I spend so much time on it with a dating coach eh, to basically market myself to stand out. Not to mention the money that I spent on my dating coach to help me make my profile. Don't get me wrong. I love my coach and it's helping me for sure, but I just feel super defeated right now. I don't want to be that girl who's desperate to find a man, but I have been single for five years and I'm in my mid thirties. My biological clock is ticking. My question is, how do I meet my future partner? I know apps work for some people, but it has not been working for me. Love. I want to be pushing a stroller, not pushing 40.
1: <laughs> I mean, I first of all, I really empathize with you. Uh, yeah. When I was single, I also put way too much emphasis on my dating life. and was just really obsessed with finding a partner. I was talking about this with somebody the other day, actually. I think sometimes in the way that I used to be obsessed with finding a partner, I've turned that obsession into my career, whether that's healthy or not healthy. I think, you know, it ebbs and flows in terms of how toxic and not toxic it can be in your life. But I think that especially because you're talking about the age factor, I think whenever you put a number on things, it just makes what you're doing have so much more pressure on it. And i personally feel that way about my career, which is why I'm correlating the two. And I think that it's great that you have this dating coach, but like with everything, you can't hold on to anything so tightly and you can't hold on to the outcomes of things so tightly. And that's something that I'm working on. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like you hire this dating coach. So therefore you think that they're going to make you have a partner. But sometimes it's like we have to understand that hiring this dating coach may not actually give us the partner that we're looking for, but it may give us the skills to find that partner on our own. So try not to look at you hiring this person as such a black and white thing um, to giving you the outcome that you're looking for and try to see bigger picture on how having this dating coach has you know, increase momentum in your life or helped you to view yourself in better ways or giving you better strategies of finding other people. Cause I think that'll help you not put so much pressure on yourself and find somebody who's actually a good fit for you.
0: I wonder if it's like crazy to suggest, or maybe not crazy, but outlandish to suggest, um, doing like a dating all things, dating detox. Mm-hmm. I feel like Maybe just like purging oneself and not spending time with the coach or not focusing on the profile and just like abstaining from all of it uh, for at least a period of time. Maybe that could help with like jumping the cables a little bit to like get that momentum going or get that engine revving because I don't know. It's almost like you can't be a dead horse, but so whatever the fuck it is, like you, it's yeah. just like you can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect different results so to- right
2: clearly that- something's not working and it truly i i completely agree with you i think it'd be so cool to get a detox from just all things dating because the energy that i'm getting from this email is you know not the energy that you want to be putting out there and that's probably what's blocking you from meeting yeah. people or you know matching with the right people so, and I have heard like a lot of my friends who have met their long-term partners found them when they weren't looking. And I know that's really hard to say because you, you know, it's like, it's hard. It's really hard to say that and not look. And, you know, if you, if, especially if you feel like you're pushing 40 and you're on a time crunch, like I understand the whole biological clock thing, but then now there's like technology, right. And there's other ways to have kids, but still I understand it. I get it. It's very real, but I think it'd be really cool to stop dating and stop going on the dating apps for a little bit and then trying to meet people organically and just being really friendly and going into it like I'm just going out there to meet friends like no pressure no expectations whatever happens happens but I'm just going to make connections with people yeah
0: and who knows maybe the next time this person goes to the bookstore they'll have a, a very magical bell Disney moment where she's in the magical library just trying to select a book and then all of a sudden I don't know, Prince Charming might be down the fucking aisle. Who knows?
1: <laughs> no, I agree. It, it could
2: happen, you know? I want that.
1: Yeah, and I guess the other thing that I'm thinking about is, like, uh, you know, as a child of divorce, I warn you as a cautionary tale, trying to find somebody um, so quickly just to make your dreams of being a mom come true. Because divorce is not a fun thing to go through for your kids. And by rushing to find a partner you put the future, like parenthood of your kids in jeopardy. And you really want to make sure that whoever you select is going to be a great person to have there for your kids. And you know, I got through my divorce, I got very lucky, I had therapy to get through it. And I have great relationships with both of my parents now. But not everybody has that luck or that access to therapy and that privilege. So I just want to be, you know, I think that taking this dating detox will be a really great thing for you because I think that you'll be able to put more emphasis on the person you choose and make sure that it's not something that you're rushing into just to complete this section of your life.
2: I'm also curious to who this person is swiping right or swiping yes on. Yeah. You know, like, I I wonder if it's the quality of people that you're going after only saying this because that was my thing. I would only go after people that I kind of knew were emotionally unavailable or just it wasn't going to work out. But like, it was a challenge for me to try to get these people because it's a game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a thing, like looking at your own standards. Yeah. I'm
0: also questioning the legitimacy of this dating coach because if the dating coach is supposed to be helping with dating and yet the person is still finding themselves on the apps like i I wonder if there's a misalignment there well
2: actually no because it's it's a difference between a dating coach and a matchmaker Mm. right so a matchmaker would be the one that's like okay don't be on the dating apps like let me find people for you set you up on these dates But the dating coach is actually, like we talked about with Erica Etten, we talked about how with her clients, she does look at their dating apps and she makes changes to them. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, I mean, I'm happy that there are opportunities flourishing and strong connections still being facilitated.
1: And on that note.
0: Send us your letters, send us your voicemails, or tell us something on a post or in a DM, like the old school way. We want to hear from you.
1: All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time.
0: It's going down in the DMs.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah.
1: It's going down in the DMs. Bye.